0: a he might have some serious issues B, from a dating perspective it's kind of concerning because
1: he's like a feral animal it's like can he even be tamed to be in a relationship or has it been too long oh shit i think i think i've crossed that line I, <laughs> you I are know. the feral animal i don't know man <laughs>
0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Interstates and Heartbreak, a podcast all about the shared experience of dating in Los Angeles, a city where the only constant is traffic. I'm really excited to introduce my guest for the day, who is a much more seasoned
1: podcaster than I am. A seasoned podcaster? That makes me sound undateable. <laughs> If you want to say, like, <laughs> oh, this guy's done a podcast before. He's been on podcasts before. <laughs> dateable If you say seasoned podcaster, <laughs> I'm, I don't know if that's, like, something I'd put on my Tinder profile.
0: Okay. I feel like that is actually impressive because it shows that you have hobbies. It shows that you have a passion. And you have a career outside of that as well. So I feel like it actually makes you a lot more dateable.
1: I feel like you're just spinning it in a positive way as a marketer would do.
0: You know, I am prone to do that, but (laughs) I, I say you just go with it.
1: Okay, perfect. My name is Denzel. I'm 29. I live down in San Diego. I work as a systems engineer or systems admin it's difficult to decide which one i tell people during dates because (laughs) if you say administrator to some people they just assume that you do a lot of filing that's
0: true it makes it sound like you're like an assistant which you're not
1: uh, i know leslie from high school we've known each other for years now a lot of uh drunken arguments she slapped me more than (laughs) once she told me to get lost more than once
0: okay I'm glad that you brought this up because I was going to say I don't actually know why Denzel is friends with me I feel like you've seen me at my worst when I'm drunk like usually I keep it together but for whatever reason I feel like I just go wild when the two of us end up drinking together it's
1: because you're chill Leslie overall <laughs> you have a chill vibe and that's what matters you can hang out together you're never kicking down my door with drama you've never sent me a foul text message like Denzel what the fuck is your problem or you've never done like the you know the girl the drama girl thing Mm -hmm. where everything is suddenly a problem you're chill
0: thank you and i'm glad it came from you so i don't have to say it myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my relationship status is perpetually single the last thing that i put on my dating profile was i'm just looking for a woman who's willing to pick me up from the airport Wow.
0: Actually, that's really clever. I like that. You like that? Yeah. I'm kind of a fan of the profiles where it's like, oh, it's just like one or two lines that are funny and show that you're not taking it too seriously versus the profiles where it's like, let me tell you about how well traveled I am and about my degrees and why I'm a great candidate for your future husband. I hate those.
1: I got into a a little debate, not necessarily an argument over the weekend with somebody I know, and he said. Oh, well, my dating profile, I always like to be as honest as possible. And he comes across as such a simp. Wait, so
0: what was in his profile that made him come across
1: that way? Uh, he said, like, I believe everybody has a beautiful story to share. And uh, I wish I had the exact verbiage, but effectively, it was like uh, everybody's capable of sharing something amazing about themselves. And I my eyes rolled so hard oh my God. that they just drove straight up to five, <laughs> went back to Los Angeles <laughs> And to that terrible dive bar, the silver fox. The silver in, fox. Um, wow. We're what's it called? Back. Valley village. Wow. Yes. That's that's how far my eyes went. Honestly,
0: it, same. That's horrible. I don't think I could swipe right on a person
1: who says that in their profile. Yeah, it's ghastly. Yeah. And I just <laughs> yes. I just said, look, I prefer to put something funny in there. Yeah. We were talking to some woman uh that was bartending. Mm-hmm. She was exactly my type, uh, in that she laughed at my jokes. So fair. Uh, she, she says that she didn't get the airplane joke Okay. later in the night. She says like, you know, what'd be funny if you put something in your profile about how much you like tacos. And I was, we, it was a long conversation (laughs) that eventually led down that road. And I was just like, see, that's not hidden for me in the same way. The airport line's not hidden for you. And then suddenly she understood.
0: Interesting. Also. Another side note, I feel like so this other podcast that I listen to, they talk about how there are things that are in every millennials dating profile and it's like, I love to adventure. I know the best spot in town for tacos. I feel like everyone knows a great taco place. It's not even interesting anymore.
1: Yeah. And then you have to have a picture at like potato chip rock.
0: Yes. Oh, or my God.
1: At The LACMA mm-hmm. or where's the where are more cliched spots in L.A.
0: Like maybe Griffith Observatory. There's a lot of pictures there. Like you're riding yeah. a bike along like the Venice boardwalk. Or interestingly, and I say this knowing that I actually have a profile, a picture like this in one of my dating profiles. Everyone has been to Machu Picchu. And it's just in like everyone's profile. It's not, which is crazy to think about like how have this many
1: people gone and taken a photo and thought
0: this will do it. This will attract the person.
1: Hold on. Is it, is Machu Picchu Peru? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I knew that I was about to sound (laughs) real fucking stupid. No, not stupid. It's like, Oh, well this is why you're perpetually single Denzel.
0: No, I'm like, maybe I'm perpetually single because I say pretentious shit. Like
1: everyone has a photo of Machu Picchu. Hey, let's, the reason why you're single is because you choose to be. What? Okay. You, you're you've made a choice to be single.
0: I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. What do you mean? I've made a choice. I don't want to be single.
1: Well, I mean, you can date, though. You have the ability to actively date and find somebody. Yeah, but like. <sighs> you're choosing to work on your career.
0: No, I'm choosing to wait for someone who I think is worthwhile to. To have a relationship with.
1: Hold on, you're waiting for somebody.
0: Well, I mean, I'm active, I'm out there. Like I go on dates, I'm on the apps, I'm trying. It's just I feel like I meet people. And my mom actually literally roasted me for this last night. So I'm for context, (laughs) I drove down from LA to San Diego just last night and literally I'm home for 20 minutes. And she's like, When you're done typing, I need to talk to you. And she just lays into me for 10 minutes about how I need to find somebody as if I'm not actively trying. And then this morning she's like, I'm sorry if i came off as condescending i know and then she said i don't know anybody who tries harder at dating than you do and i'm like that's an apology but it also makes me sound like such a loser <laughs> like i'm trying harder than anybody okay. and don't have someone
1: Leslie, <laughs> this is gonna be the biggest dick thing that i've ever said to you wow but when you go on twitter And you see somebody post something like, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, I overheard this conversation between X person and Y person. Mm -hmm. And it plays out in this like fanciful way. And you're (laughs) you're like, that didn't fucking happen. That's how I'm feeling about this conversation. I swear.
0: I swear it happens. Like, I literally was accosted within 20 minutes of coming home.
1: Okay. All right. And not
0: a lot of people know my mom well, but I feel like if you did know her well,
1: you'd be like, okay, that checks out West Indian mom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: West Indian moms. They just don't waste any time.
1: Yeah. She got right to it. She did. She did. (laughs) Okay. well,
0: I want to go back to you being perpetually single, as you say. What was the last date that you went on?
1: Last date that I went on was with some woman who lived in Pomona, I want to say. Okay. And again, I live in San Diego. That's a distance to go for a date. But on the plus side, at least the way that I justified it to myself was one of the homies actually lived down the block from her. Okay. They didn't know each other and oh. they didn't know they small existed world. yeah it's super small world she told me where she lived and i was like oh damn i'm gonna go hit up the homie mm-hmm. uh assuming this doesn't go well yeah and so that's exactly what ended up happening i hit up the homie and, and not to say that the day went poorly okay i still talk to her actually it's really weird oh uh, we just live super far apart so it's like how did you meet in the first place tinder okay it was uh i have an inkling that she was wasted Mm -hmm. when we matched up yeah. because she called me later on that night. Um, and she like out of the blue, normally when somebody on Tinder wants to reach out to you, they say like, Hey, is it cool if I call you? Yeah. She called me twice in a row. Wow. And called you. Yes. Wow. That's pretty bold. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Hey, what's up? And most (laughs) nights I'm just here at home. Mm -hmm. We just had a conversation about, effectively nothing and I'm sure for women it means more to be able to talk to somebody on the phone because then you can assure yourself that this person speaks like a normal person (laughs) true and probably isn't a psycho yeah that's true you know, so of course I'm just gonna sit on the phone and say, okay, like I'm on the computer doing some other things, yeah. half paying attention to the phone call because I can hear how drunk she is. <laughs> and so we arrange a date and I drive up there. Wow. Because at the time I was working at a company where I had to drive up to Riverside in Orange County oh. pretty regularly. Okay. So I was like close enough yeah. for me to and it was a Friday and I said, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. So How
0: wide was your range on
1: Tinder? Oh, it wasn't set very wide.
0: Okay. So you matched with her like while you were up there for work. Exactly. Okay. Okay.
1: And sometimes that would happen where i match with somebody up there and it's like, I'm not going back up there until like in the next month. Yeah. I won't see you. Mm -hmm. So I just removed the match, but I found out that's, you're not supposed to do that. What do you mean? Uh, The algorithm on Tinder punishes you if you match with somebody and you don't, uh, communicate with what? them at all yeah Wait, i mean so I'm i should su-
0: be reaching out to everyone i match with just to help my chances
1: not necessarily i don't know how it's weighted between men and women but i assume i assume it works differently wow. because as a woman you get at least it would be 100 to 1 ratio mm-hmm. for the matches that you get mm-hmm. so i assume that it would be more harsh towards the people who uh have fewer opportunities to communicate.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You're not doing shit. So reach out to these five women or whatever.
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: That makes yeah. sense. So that is leading me to a, another interesting topic because you and I have talked about your gripes with online dating before. So you were on Tinder when you met this last woman. Are you, or are you not on Tinder currently?
1: Currently I'm not on any dating apps. I, I, I have a thing that I do mm-hmm. where I feel like I get the most positive interaction out of being on Tinder for about a month or less. Okay. And or any dating website, because by the time a month goes by, I think I've gone through anybody who plans on using the app in the immediate future Yeah, uh, until a situation comes up where I feel like more people have cause to join mm-hmm. or I wait X amount of months to get back on. Then I just say, fuck it. You know, I don't need to be on there.
0: Oh, OK. Well. I wasn't planning on dating this, but I feel like it's actually relevant to your point. I think you should re-download them like today because a lot of people are getting back on the apps around Thanksgiving. I feel like people are sad around the holidays and I've noticed, I feel like I had a dry spell on the apps like two weeks ago and everyone talks about cuffing season. It was literally 90 degrees in LA up until early November. So I feel like it started to rain and get cold last week and all of a sudden I'm getting all these matches, all these guys are messaging me, so I don't know i feel like i'm sure it'll work the same with women there will probably be a higher volume at least this weekend
1: so the problem is i need to redo all of my profile pictures mm. and the way that it was explained to me by a friend of mine who uh is a tinder expert i'll say mm-hmm. which is the friendly way of saying sex maniac <laughs> he said that there are four types of pictures that you always want to have on your profile to ensure maximum success. Okay. And I don't know if this is true because this is along the same lines as like the imaginary entrepreneur talk. Yeah. If you've ever heard of like Gary V or Tim Robbins or anybody like that, they always give you this like advice like, Oh, you got to love what you do. You got to (laughs) love the game. And it's like, dog, like that's not helpful. Give me some helpful advice. Yeah. And they'll also drop things on you. Like, um, I get up at 5 a.m. every day Ugh, because, every CEO uh, yeah right or I wear like the same set of six clothes yes. <laughs> it's like stuff like that it helps you at a high level mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'm at that level yeah, now totally that that advice will help me and the advice that he gave me because not only does he pay for Tinder he pays to boost his profile oh, on damn. all the apps that he uses Wow. he uh, what else? Is he, he basically pays for every app so okay. he's on Tinder, Bumble and Coffee Meets Bagel okay. and he pays for all three of them he's a tech dude so he can afford it yeah and he what he told me was like look i play to win mm-hmm. and by that he means have a lot of sex yeah so he's <laughs> on the apps he uses one picture of him smiling okay one picture with him and a dog <laughs> is uh, it his dog no does he address that it's
0: not his dog
1: yes okay, okay. i mean not in the profile i'm sure if prompted mm. he says that's it's a, little not bit my of dog. a catfish. A little bit. it's it's misleading i yeah. mean like i don't know because i my first thought is ew dogs okay you're also a crazy person and no one else feels that way <laughs> and that's also another reason why i'm perpetually single <laughs> uh one photo of you at machu picchu <laughs> And then a <laughs> photo of you and your friends. One uh, one photo of you smiling so they can get an idea of the way you look, I'm sure. Yeah. One photo with you and a dog because I'm sure they want to know that you're not heartless. Yeah. Um, you and your friends so they know you're not some weird loner. Yeah. And then uh, you traveling to make sure that I'm sure some amount of class exists within you or you're well-traveled or you're smarter, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why, but those are my guesses as to why you would have each one of those pictures.
0: That all makes sense to me. And I mean, while it does seem a little manipulative to be like, I want to maximize the number of bitches I match with. I don't disagree with any of those categories of photos.
1: Hey, Leslie, (laughs) we don't call women bitches anymore. Oh, excuse me. It's 2019. Okay. But I feel (laughs) like
0: he calls women bitches.
1: So I was getting into character. (laughs) Yeah. He, he min-maxes. Uh, yeah. The guy that uses the apps, min is his opportunity to meet people, mm-hmm. and he's the one who explained the algorithm thing to me. So mm-hmm. if you're matching with people and not saying anything, mm-hmm. what the app effectively does is it uh, puts you in like a list of low-quality users. Wow. And if you're constantly swiping right on everybody, yeah. it puts you in that list as well. You have to show oh, that you can you're discern. discerning. Yeah, exactly. Huh. And not like a bot or anything. Yeah. And that's how it kind of builds up your profile. Wow. And the problem is, at least that I have on those apps, mm-hmm. is that I prefer to just talk to people. Yeah. and yeah, whatever. You can look like whatever. It doesn't really matter. I'm open to meeting whoever. Mm -hmm. We can have a good time. We can have a bad time. My focus when I go out with people typically isn't to have sex because like it's whatever. And like, I, I don't know that. I don't know if people listening to it will like find that I'm being earnest or think that I'm being earnest, but like genuinely I just don't care yeah. because like I could like if I was desperate enough to have sex uh, first and foremost I've got money now so I can <laughs> just go to TJ and like f- in all honesty yeah. like i'm pro prostitution sex work is real work yeah and i you know what fuck it let me why go. not let as long as down. they're
0: there of their own accord you know yes
1: and that's the difficulty with prostitution yeah. especially
0: in another country
1: yeah uh, real it's, sketchy. it's pretty Re- dicey yeah so that's also one of the reasons why i don't go down to tj but you could always go to vegas if I wanted to, I could, Yeah, but, and there's also back pages or there's another version of back pages. And there's also like several escort sites mm-hmm. when, where you can actually go out on dates with porn actresses and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, dude, there's a lot out there and there are, there are plenty of options for me to have sex if I really wanted to have sex, Yeah, but I don't care that much. So yeah. I'm fine with just going out with somebody and meeting them having a little chat Mm -hmm. and paying too much for everything (laughs) and then going home.
0: Wow. True romance and courtship.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think I've gotten to a point where I want more of a transactional relationship, Mm not in so far as sex is concerned, but like as far as like professional stuff goes, Okay, if you can help move my life forward in in a meaningful way, and by that I mean help me make more money, then I will engage in a relationship with you but if you're like some 24 year old that doesn't have shit going on leave me alone
0: okay so you want someone who like has their shit together
1: No, I want more than that. I want, I want somebody who has their shit together and can help me get the bag.
0: Well, okay. So what would that look like? Like what if you're dating someone who doesn't work in your industry at all?
1: Well, I do a lot of things on the side. Mm -hmm. One of the things I'm doing currently is setting up a new publication. Okay. And it's like a local to San Diego publication. It's about the arts and culture around. Mm -hmm. So, um, like uh, help dating somebody who can help me market it.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair. I
1: mean, effectively dating somebody who's willing to work for free. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I, it's, it's going back and forth. Like I can help you in these ways. I can introduce you to these people Mm -hmm. to help you advance your career or help you accomplish these goals that you have. It doesn't even necessarily have to be, Uh, monetarily oriented. It's just like, you can help me in these ways. I can help you in these ways. I have a therapist. I don't need somebody for an emotional support. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have somebody there on those rainy days where you want to like cuddle in bed, sit in bed all day, doing that sort of thing. That's nice. But I have a therapist I can talk to. I don't need to give you all my problems. I don't need to saddle you with that weight. Like it's good that you're there for me if I need you. Like let's say I stub my toe and I need somebody to look at me sympathetically. (laughs) Yes, that's nice. (laughs) But- um, again I'll get over it and mm-hmm. I also have a therapist yeah. that is there for that sort of thing yeah so that's out the window I, that's like a nice little thing I don't want kids so mm-hmm. fuck off I did not
0: uh, know that about you
1: that I don't want kids I mean I guess I maybe could have guessed but I wouldn't ever want to assume yeah you could have guessed just based on how I feel about animals yeah the fact that you don't even want a dog yeah I hate animals hate that's them.
0: crazy
1: especially birds Well, birds are are like kind of
0: weird because you can't even cuddle (laughs) it. I just feel like I don't want any animal that I can't cuddle.
1: Oh, that's okay. I just don't want any animals. That's there's hair everywhere. You can get a
0: hypoallergenic one that
1: like doesn't shed. And then it's gross and ugly. No, golden doodles don't shed. Oh, they're adorable. Bulldog. Yeah. Oh, Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. See, maybe, but they're also super dumb and annoying. No golden doodles are also very smart. Ask will some stories about his dog.
0: I feel like the issue is that his dog is too smart and that's why it causes problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I gotta get a dog that's smart, but not too smart. Exactly. Just dumb enough.
0: Like maybe don't mix two smart breeds like a poodle and a golden retriever. Can the
1: dog talk?
0: Um, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs>
1: can, can I ask the dog to get beers out of the fridge for me? You
0: know, I feel like you would train it to do that. Also on sidebar, one of my coworkers sent me this YouTube video and I wish I remembered what the handle was, but it was about someone who's teaching their dog how to communicate by having certain words associated with certain sounds. And so it steps on a little like pad on the floor that makes a certain sound. And so then they decode it and it's like asking the human to open the door. I don't really know how it works, but it was really fascinating.
1: That That is interesting, but that sounds like so much work. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a big endeavor. Yeah. I would rather just not be bothered.
0: Fair. Okay. So you hate animals and you don't want kids. Correct. I totally took a turn and, From what you're looking for in a partner. So you're looking for someone who can help better your professional situation.
1: Not necessarily even professionally. I guess that's like a really shitty shallow way to put that for me. Like for me to have said that I don't necessarily mean that's the only way in which like I'm willing to enter a relationship. Mm -hmm. But like there's you got to offer something right. Yeah. Like sex is sex is whatever. I can get sex. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I can pay for it. That's mm-hmm. the important part. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't owe the person anything. Exactly. Except for money. E- exactly. <laughs> right. There's no weird, like implications about a date. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, I'm taking you out on a date yeah. and I'm paying for X, Y, and Z. So you owe me this, even though that's never how I felt. Yeah. Um,
0: But some guys do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And some women are concerned when they go out with somebody that that's going to be part of the deal. Mm -hmm. And that I don't care about any of that. Yeah. You have to you got to do something for me. Right. Like I have friends that can make me laugh. I have like I don't need to be in a relationship to be able to talk to somebody. I can talk to whomever I want. I have a lot of friends.
0: That's fair. So one thing that my mom said when she sat me down for 10 minutes last night is that once all my friends are married, they won't have time for me anymore. Aren't you ever worried about that?
1: No, no, not at all, because I can make new friends.
0: Yeah, but then it's like new friends who I feel like as you get older, and this is a concern for me as I get older and I'm looking for people to date, but I feel like it's also a concern for friends. As you get older, the people who are in a relationship are more likely to be weird. You know, it's like when you're 23, most people are single and they're all kind of in the same boat. But now if you're looking at people and I'm meeting a guy and it's like, oh, he's 34. Like, that's a great age. But in the back of my mind, there might be a question of like, okay, well, why is he single? If he just broke up with someone relatively recently? Fine. But if he's just been out here and single for a long time, I feel like. A, he might have some serious issues. B, from a dating perspective, it's kind of concerning because he's like a feral animal. It's like, can he even be tamed to be in a relationship or has it been too long?
1: Oh, shit. I think I think I've crossed that line. (laughs) You are the feral animal. I don't know, man. I live I live in an apartment uh, with a roommate and we're sitting in my living room. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sparse. It's <laughs> very disorganized and like my bedroom is like six times worse. I don't even own a dresser. I have wow. I have laundry bins that I put clothes <laughs> in. I've had problems like that in past relationships mm-hmm. where I didn't respond correctly in a situation yeah. because I responded how I would to a friend Rather than somebody that I'm dating. Yeah. Like, for instance, I had beginning of 2017 (laughs) was a rough period of my life. Oh, no. And uh, I was dating a girl and she had said to me at one point that she felt like super insecure because she didn't have ten thousand dollars in her bank account. Oh. And I was I laughed. A little out of touch. It was incredibly out of touch. <laughs> and she's like 25 years old. She's got a <sighs> master's. She said that to me and I laughed. Yeah. Because that's funny. That's, yeah. It's I so I responded to her how I would say any of my friends who would have yeah. said that same thing. So I said, Dog, I don't I don't have like five hundred dollars in my bank account right now. Like mm-hmm. ooh, what are you talking about? Like what, what are you concerned with? Yeah. She was just like, don't make fun of me. And I, I was just like, <sighs> yeah. and I granted, I took it probably further than I should have, <laughs> but I definitely continue to mock her over that.
0: I don't even, I don't even put that on you because again, she's being out of touch and I don't know. I feel like in a relationship, you don't want someone to like lie to your face or say things that they don't
1: really feel. I'm glad you said that. That's great. I feel vindicated because yeah. I've definitely granted in the past, I was a different person mm-hmm. and, uh, I was mean at <laughs> one point. It was like probably, uh, like six or seven years streak when I was for real single mm-hmm. and I was just a mean dude all the time. Like I was, I guess fun to hang out with at some points, but I was just fucking rotten a lot of the other times. Well, what do you think changed? Uh, well, first and foremost, my mom died, mm-hmm. uh, That changes you. I think I've just chilled out over the years incrementally. Mm -hmm. Ever since I was like 18, I've become more and more chill. Yeah. Until I'm so chill that I just die. (laughs) Right. Like, I'll just be so chill that I turn into dust and blow away in the wind. That's how chill I'll be one day. Oh my god. And I look forward to that. I look forward to it.
0: Died doing what he loved. Yeah. Being, being chill, fucking
1: chill, bro. <laughs> it's difficult for me to enter a relationship now, especially if I have to be bothered with things like, uh, Oh, I want you to, Oh, this was a big one. And when I started dating again in 2017, mm-hmm. like I want you to meet my friends. Yeah. And it's like, At the time, like, I didn't get it because I wasn't like, yo, come hang out with my friends. Because, like, why? Like, I don't... What do you mean why? I don't get it. That's... I understand her wanting to take me to her friends so they can gauge whether or not I'm a normal dude. Uh, I feel like it's more than that. It's not strictly judgmental. Oh, what? So we can hang out with each other?
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like friendships are a big part of my life. So going forward, I'm looking for someone who can integrate into my friend life. And that might sound like I just want someone to become part of my life. That's really not the case. Like, I definitely want someone to have their own friends and their own interests, all of that. But I think it would be nice if I can hang out with their friends and they can hang out with mine so that it's not this weird thing of like, ooh, like... I don't know if we should invite Leslie because then so-and-so is going to come and we all hate him,
1: which <laughs>
0: that's a little dramatic, but I have experienced that to some degree. So it's definitely a trigger point for me. And I feel like I want someone who can come around and have fun with my friends who they look forward to seeing.
1: I didn't react well initially when she was like, yeah, I want you to meet my friends or when can I meet your friends? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I mean, you can meet my friends if you want to, but like, why would you want to? I don't get it. Mm hmm. Uh, but I went and I met her friends, and of course, because I'm charming as shit, <laughs> they loved me. But,
0: and super humble.
1: Yeah, incredibly humble. You have no idea. <laughs> I'll let you know how humble I am. I'm so let me humble. tell you. Gandhi wrote me a letter once, and he was like, Damn, dog, you real humble. Damn, dog. You're doing it big out here. With a humble shame. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't react the way that I should have when she had, um, when she invited me to hang out with her friends mm-hmm. and that was kind of me not having experience with being in a relationship. Basically I went from being in a relationship uh, up until I was like 19 mm-hmm. and then I was single until I was 27. Mm-hmm. And in between there I would like date people or whatever, but I was, I never got into a relationship yeah. and there's nothing more jarring than being single for eight years and then going into a relationship where you have to start paying for things for two people. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Oh. Anyway, I think I went off on a tangent.
0: No. I mean, that's really interesting. Um, so, did you meet that girl on an app also?
1: Yes. I've only met women on apps. I mean, I I can go out and I can talk to people yeah. with relative ease. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like
0: that's where you would do best
1: is talking to people in person. Well, so the problem that I have is most of the people that I've talked to in person do the classic "Oh, my boyfriend. Ooh,
0: that's interesting because I I feel like even when I had a boyfriend and someone would come talk to me, I feel like I wouldn't say that just because I never wanted to be that girl.
1: Saucy Leslie over here. Not (laughs) like,
0: oh, I'm trying to like not let him know I have a boyfriend, but... I feel like I heard this thing that has really resonated with me for years of like, there's no reason why a man should need to know that there's another man in order to back off. You can just say you're not interested and he should respect
1: that just as much as, oh, I'm taken. Yeah, but that's not how society works. And we both know that.
0: We do know that. And yeah, it's really uncomfortable also to be more direct and say that you're not interested without the excuse of a boyfriend. But I still try.
1: Well, so. In an ideal world, I remember we had this conversation when you were in college Mm -hmm. and this is you were the actually the person who changed my mind about this Mm -hmm. because there was a story literally that came out the following week Mm -hmm. that uh, backed up your story. There was that girl who lived. um, No, you had that neighbor upstairs from you. I think that Mm -hmm. dude, uh, I think, I don't know, the Asian cat that lived upstairs. Yeah uh he had this girl that he was like heavily flirting with Mm -hmm. i didn't know this at the time yeah but i like chatted her up and i got a number yeah i sent her a text the following day Mm -hmm. that she didn't respond to Mm -hmm. and i saw her later that night and she was like oh you're denzel because college she was like drunk. drunk yeah gave me her number yeah and she just didn't recognize who i was at all she didn't even remember meeting me the night before. Damn. And so she had left and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And so I told you about it mm-hmm. and I was just like, I wish you wouldn't have just given me her number. I mean, that's like, that's kind of a bummer. And you were like, Denzel, <laughs> there is like a non-zero chance that you being told no could lead to some uncomfortable confrontation. Yeah. So it's easier just to give you the number. Yeah. And just leave it at that and just don't answer it. Block the number. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it sucks. And even now, like that was in college. So this was, I don't know, over 10 years ago. It was like
1: 2011
0: 2010 maybe okay so now i'm aging us it was not over 10 years ago but it was still years ago yeah um and even now i feel like i have a hard time saying no but i think i've come up with a line which i actually haven't even gotten to use yet because no one who i'm not interested in has asked for my number lately but i think i'm going to start saying i don't really give out my number and then if they follow up and they're like oh well would you be interested in taking my number okay fine but like at least i don't have to worry about them following up and i try to bow out in a polite way without just giving them the number and then being like oh, I'll just ignore them which feels kind of messed up
1: granted I'm very different from you in that I'm a six foot four three hundred some odd pound black dude mm-hmm. and nobody's ever asked me from their for my number yeah so I wouldn't I would never say I don't really give out my number <laughs> because that's there's like a small sliver of an opportunity. Yeah. Like you don't really give out your number, (laughs) but what if I'm that 1% chance? It's like, Oh yeah, you'll give me your number. No, I would just say, I don't give out my number. Then they would follow up with, uh, can I follow you on Instagram? I hate that. Can I follow you on Twitter? Mm -hmm. Can I, uh, what's your social media? Like, this is what happened literally. I uh, was getting involved with some local politics around here mm-hmm. and I took a friend of mine to a party because she was interested in doing this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. She's like um 24 year old very uh pretty like five foot ten young woman mm-hmm. and took her to a party. This dude uh, is the legal counsel for a pretty fucking big company down here yeah and he's like hawking her oh. uh, he's like trying to flirt with her the entire night and like we're not dating her and i yeah at all and she's just a friend of mine that i was like yo like come to this networking event she tells him her name yeah and won't give him her number mm-hmm. and he manages to find her on instagram <gasps> whoa yeah okay that's and so aggressive yeah it's hyper aggressive so there are just sometimes you just can't tell people no. Yeah. Like some no doesn't register with some people. That dude was fucking plastered too. Yeah. We told the person who uh who was operating the party yeah. uh about it and he's no longer invited. Oh, and this good. is like a grown folks party. This isn't It's not like a frat party. No, this is like literally uh the person who has the house used to work for the mayor. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah so that's wild. And you said this person was legal counsel. Yeah. For a big fucking company. So you would think
0: that they would be more professional and have their shit more together than that. And
1: there, unfortunately, there's just no way you can tell some people no. Yeah. And it's very like I can understand from a woman's perspective where you're just like, well, I don't want to get fucking assaulted tonight. So <laughs> seriously, it's a it's a tough situation to be in.
0: Okay, so I have a wild story about why you shouldn't give your number out if you actually don't intend to meet with a person. And this might be a story where towards the end, you're like, that didn't happen, but I can't make this up. So I meet this guy and I'm eating alone at the bar of this restaurant. He comes up and he's like, Oh, like what are you eating? I'm trying to figure out what on the menu is good that I should get. And I don't know. I feel like I was so caught off guard that I really did think that he was interested. So he talked about the food for like a minute and he's like, Oh, I just wanted to talk to you. And he took my number and I knew I didn't want to meet him after the fact. But I was just like, whatever, it won't be a big deal. So cut to like a few days later, I had the week off of work because I was in between jobs. And so he called me at 9:30. And because it was a week that I had off. First of all, I was available to answer, whereas normally I wouldn't answer my cell phone at work. And I'd made a couple of appointments. So I'm like, oh, it must be this appointment calling me back. Otherwise, I don't answer numbers that I don't know. I just let it go to voicemail. So he catches me off guard. We end up talking for like five minutes. I was like, oh, dang it. Like this was a rookie mistake. You should have saved this guy's number. So at least it would come up and then you wouldn't have answered. So then I was... OK, this is actually going to make me sound a little bit bad, but don't judge. So I was talking to somebody at the time. We weren't exclusive, hence why I like gave this other guy my number. But I went down actually to San Diego to stay with him for a couple of days. And so I just like wasn't on my phone. I feel like if I'm really hanging out with someone, I'm not really good about texting. I'm not checking my phone at all. And especially because I didn't see this person all the time, I was really not on my phone. So my mom had called me and texted me a couple times. I didn't respond. So she freaks out, even though it had been probably less than 24 hours, she freaks out. She calls Verizon and we're still on the same phone plan. And she's like, my daughter's not answering her phone. I don't know where she is. I don't even know exactly what she said, but somehow she got them to give her the phone number of the last person I spoke to on the phone, which was this dude who I didn't no. And he didn't answer, but she left him a voicemail and was like, oh, I'm trying to reach my daughter. I saw that you and her spoke on the phone. If you have any information about where she is, please Holy call me shit. Literally worst case scenario. Yes. So, yeah, honestly, that was kind of a wake up call. And It's like, well, don't do that again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's gnarly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's a a cautionary tale for everyone who is thinking about being nice and giving out their number. Just don't do it.
1: Yeah. Just uh, learn uh, constructive ways to say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough because I could say like, yo, uh, sack up and just tell that fucker. No, Mm -hmm. but easier said than done. Yeah, absolutely. If you're concerned that the stranger is going to punch you in the face or start screaming at you in public, for saying no to them. Yeah.
0: One thing I did recently, I feel like when I was younger, if someone offered me a drink, I was like, I'm not going to say no to that. It's like free alcohol. Now, luckily I can afford my own alcohol. So that is not as much of a draw. And I remember I went out recently, this guy, I was like, I'm not interested in this guy. He wanted to like get me a drink. So I went to the bar with him, But I intentionally ordered my drink first and like paid for it before he could even offer to pay. So then afterwards, when we go back to the dance floor, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back to my friends. And he asks me for my number. I literally owe him nothing. I don't have to have him feel bad about like, well, I bought you a drink and you're not even going to give me your number. It's like, nope, that like I walked to the bar with you. We talked for a couple of minutes and now I say goodbye.
1: That's a good move. Very constructive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One thing that I actually wanted to follow up with you on the last time that we hung out in person, you mentioned about going out with friends and the friends that you go out with to meet women are like kind of trash. I feel like that was the word you used. So I'm not trying to insult your friends or call anyone out, but that was the vibe I got. Can you tell me more about that? Like what makes them trash? Like, why do you think that the only guys who are down to go out to meet girls are this way?
1: As a strong refutation, none of my friends are trash and they're all good people. Okay, excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just that it's easy for me to, at least as a single dude, end up getting caught up with uh people who are aggressively about chasing women. Mm-hmm. Um There are, as I've gotten older, I've learned that everybody's got their thing mm-hmm. and it always pertains to some sort of vice, right? Yeah. Some people love to smoke or vape or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I'm somebody who fucking loves to drink. Yeah. Like I love that. That's like a number one on my list of like fun activities. To yeah. Do if like I'm with people who I haven't seen in a while, not in like an alcoholic kind of way, no, no. but just to like go party or whatever. And some people's brands are they love fucking yeah, and they are 100% about fucking all the time. Mm -hmm. And if there's an opportunity to do it, they'll do it. Yeah. Now the people that I know are a step below that where uh, the focus, if we're going out, isn't drinking and having a good time. It's, having sex yeah uh they're not like constantly on their phone on dating apps or they're they're constantly swiping on that And Mm -hmm. a lot of the times conversations don't center around just having sex Mm -hmm. which the person whose maximum brand is like i'm about fucking Mm -hmm. that's like a telltale sign they'll just be like uh where where are the ladies at like that (laughs) sort of thing and they'll cater their decision making to where women are mm-hmm. relative to where they want to be. Yeah. And a lot of that, I don't, I don't super care for Mm -hmm. uh, mainly because I'm there to have a good time. I'm not, I'm not trying to terrorize some poor bartender Mm -hmm. who had the misfortune of just being on the job. And (laughs) now like some dude uh, is standing at the bar, like trying to like slowly convince her into coming out or whatever. Like, I don't really engage in that kind of stuff, but that's, the kind of situations that i end up being a party to when i mm-hmm. go out with these guys yeah and luckily uh i'm more fun than they are mm-hmm. so it turns from just a, a foot away from sexually aggressive yeah. to oh this is just a fun loving night yeah. this is like this is a
0: fun group of guys yeah. they're harmless it's tough and i feel like i have recently started going out more because i want to meet someone in person you know i feel like the app's Are problematic for a lot of different reasons that could be a whole other podcast in itself but yeah i want to meet someone in person the short version is that i feel like at least you know if you have chemistry with somebody Whereas on the apps, you can see someone who has this amazing profile and on paper, everything's great. And then you meet them and you're like, "Eh, not into it. Or you swipe left on somebody who you would have really hit it off with just because you're like, oh, like, I don't really know if I would vibe with them. You have no idea until you meet them in person
1: because they didn't have a picture with the dog.
0: That's honestly, that's why I swipe left on everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had uh, I set up a joke profile a while ago on Tinder And it was all. Have you seen the pictures of me doing the prayer squad? Yes. (laughs) So I set up a dating profile with all pictures (laughs) of that. And Mm -hmm. I have like six to 10 of them. (laughs) So I put like four or five photos of that. And I put some. Dumb joke in the profile. I don't even. I was. I think I said like I'm trying to be. I'm. I'm a nosy pepper. I'm trying to be jalapeno business on my profile. And like I in the first like week, I had (laughs) so much success with that. Wow. Like I got Uh, mad matches.
0: I was gonna say. I feel like that line that would get me.
1: (laughs) Would you look at the pictures? What if it was all pictures of me squatting? It was a joke Mm, profile that I set up. But I don't know.
0: I feel like I would laugh maybe all the photos of you squatting. I'd be like, I don't know if I can do this because (laughs) I feel like I would be like this person isn't taking it seriously. And I don't want someone who takes it too seriously and acts like this is the holy grail of dating. Like it's just an app. But I want someone who takes it a little more seriously than that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I I set up the profile completely as a joke. Yeah. Because it's like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what point I was trying to prove. God, mm. it was in the Instagram stories. My Instagram stories are wild as fuck. They
0: are. Yeah. They, they're a roller coaster, I will say. <laughs> um, I feel like you should plug your handle at the end of this so
1: people can follow you. Absolutely. Uh, I will. And when you see me, you'll understand. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, I get this it. This all checks out. Yeah.
0: So, okay. I actually really wanted to do this with you. And... I think you'll have good perspective. So I apologize in advance for being that like female friend who asks you to do this, but I kind of wanted to show you my dating profiles and get your male thoughts.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I'll and take a look and you can
0: be brutal. Like obviously well, we've, we've been known friends each for other time, for a long time. So it's yeah. fine.
1: Yeah, I would so, never tell you anything uh, that was not true.
0: So it's interesting. I don't know if this in itself is a bad strategy, but I have a slightly different profile on Tinder and Hinge and
1: Bumble. As you should, actually. Because the the I've thought about this yeah. because the last thing you want to do is cycle through mm-hmm. those dating apps yeah. and see the same person doing the same it's thing. Same thing. Exactly. It's weird.
0: Also, I feel like I try and tailor it a little bit to what I feel like the vibe of the app is. Although now that they've all been in, in existence for at least a few years, I feel like the vibe is kind of merging. Like they're all kind of the same thing. Yeah. But there's some subtle differences. So I'll start with Tinder.
1: I don't know about this first photo.
0: Wow. Okay. So, so I'll, it's you can describe it or I can
1: describe it. I'll describe the photo. It's uh, Leslie dressed up as I, what I assume is Brexit.
0: I was Brexit for Halloween this year.
1: She's wearing, <laughs> she's wearing a union Jack dress with exit tape on her. <laughs> I'm glad uh, that you got that so quickly. A
0: lot of people didn't. So I'm
1: impressed. I just, I, I'm keyed into politics in a way that makes me miserable every day. <laughs> So uh, my Uber ratings over four point nine. So you can feel confident bringing me as a plus one. That's cute.
0: That's Thank very you. cute.
1: In LA, I don't know whether or not you listing a film industry thing in your profile is positive or negative.
0: Yeah, I, I go back and forth because I want to put it because then it's like, look, I have a real job. I'm not like a barista somewhere. No offense if you're a barista, <laughs> but I have a career. But then I feel like sometimes I might match with someone who's like in the industry and looking for a big break. And that's annoying.
1: Yeah. The one of you on the boat uh, with your legs crossed, you got the toes out in the picture. <laughs> it's a it's a great photo for all those people who are foot fetishists. Um,
0: I was concerned about that. I was like, is that weird?
1: No, it's not weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. And I just made it weird. <laughs> so I would... The way that I would handle this is I would just crop out my feet.
0: But then what if people are like, oh, her feet must be ugly. She cropped them out.
1: I mean, no normal person is going to be like, yo, let me see them toes. Let me see what those little piggies (laughs) are doing. Oh,
0: my God. Wait, can I tell you a side story? I feel like we're not even getting far, but this is so relevant and so crazy. So I went to a joint birthday party recently, and um, I'm not going to name who the person is, but. People in this friend group will know exactly who it is. So it was two guys celebrating their birthday. One of them, I'm not actually super close to either of them, but one of them I'm a little closer to. So this other guy, it's like, okay, I've met him a few times at various parties. Because it was his birthday, he got really drunk. And there was this whole text chain leading up to the party where everyone was guessing, not guessing, they were trying to figure out what we should get as a group gift. And one person mentions like, oh, we should get so-and-so this like foot thing. And it kept evolving into like different jokes of gifts you would get someone with a foot fetish. So I'm like, okay, this guy's a foot fetish. I had no idea. At the party, at one point he's giving some, I don't know who this girl is, this girl a foot massage on the couch. Later in the night, he approaches me, he keeps coming up to me and is like, will you let me rub your feet? Like multiple times. And he was drunk but you could tell he was like trying to be really composed in his argument, and I had
1: to keep turning him down. It was so uncomfortable. Well, I should have got him that like practice foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next photo is of you and a friend standing on that bridge in Las Vegas. Looks like it's an old photo. It is an old photo. I can tell by the fidelity, I can see the pixels.
0: Yeah, it's not a good quality photo.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. I would ditch that one. This photo. I would yeah. I mean the outfits are nice. I would get rid of it though. You gotta yeah. you gotta be you have an iPhone eleven. Yeah. I can count every I single have one an of iPhone these 10. Po- iPhone ten. Excuse me. I can count every single one of these pixels because of how high definition the screen is.
0: That's fair. And okay, so again, I'm not trying to be argumentative or defensive, but I actually thought about deleting that photo recently. And I was talking to two girlfriends and I was like, this is an old picture. And they're like, yeah, but you still look the same. And so full disclosure, it's a little bit more of a revealing outfit because it's a Vegas outfit. And they're like, you should keep it because it shows your body.
1: Well, so that could be covered by the swimsuit photo that you have before it. Yeah. If you have a shot of you standing up at any point. I do not. Okay. Well, then it's time for another photo shoot.
0: I need more full body shots and skimpy outfits, I
1: guess. Yeah. I mean, if you try to flex, you're trying to flex. Uh, this one where you're standing maybe in the Utah Canyon. Is it Utah?
0: Um, Is it the snow one?
1: No, it's uh, the dirt one. It was for oh.
0: Amanda's master up party. Zion.
1: Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Oh, you knew. God damn, dude. You That's f- good. I can, I ide- geography is on point. Yeah, buddy. I would, um, I would get rid of that photo. Okay. What's, what about this photo? Do you not like, uh, I mean, I guess it's fine. I guess there's not really anything wrong with it. I would say like what you would probably want to do mm-hmm. is keep it to, uh, about four photos really you have, you have six here yeah I don't know I'm not an expert on this I could be completely wrong <laughs> but
0: you are friends with a dating profile expert so I feel like surely his knowledge has rubbed off on you
1: uh I mean we talked about it once and he he gave me like a dissertation. Yeah. on the photos that work for men. Oh, okay. not for women. Interesting.
0: Okay. But yeah. I mean, still, you don't have to be an expert. This is just your opinion of wh- when you're looking through the apps as a guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess this, the photo of you at Zion isn't necessarily hitting for me. Okay. Um, I would look at that and I'd be like, cool. She hikes. <laughs> Okay, fair. Uh, the picture of you playing pool where you have the cue behind your back. Mm-hmm. I like that photo. It's like a nice and active. You're holding the pool cue wrong. Uh, <laughs> you've got your finger wrapped <laughs> over the cue. So yeah. it makes it look like this is a staged photo. Is it's it sta- not
0: staged. Um, oh, you're but just I have, bad at pool. I'm, I am really bad at pool. But I was kind of drunk when that was taken. And I was really into it and getting very competitive. And I have had someone ask, did you make the shot? And I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't well, get, get the shot. <laughs>
1: uh, the the active training for any uh person that matches with somebody on a dating profile Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do is find something to ask them about on their profile yeah yeah so it doesn't seem like you're sending weird blanket messages to people yeah but uh you and your friend uh she's like got her chin on your face (laughs)
0: Yeah. So to kind of describe it, it's a photo in Vegas. It was totally candid that someone else took and we're hugging each other and our faces are smushed together. It's the last photo.
1: I would I would delete. One, two, three, four of these pictures. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have to really start all over, basically. Well, I'm sure you have a lot of great photos of yourself. Not really. Oh, (laughs) Jeez. I don't know, like you as Brexit, you on the boat. I think the lighting is not necessarily flattering on the, uh, I mean, it's not unflattering. On but the boat not, one? On the boat one, okay. yeah. Because half your face is in shade. Oh, man. Um, wow, you're really not going to like my hinge profile then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hinges next? Yes. All right, I like this first one. It's very cute. It's just you looking at the camera smiling. Thank you. Um this one is already loads better than your Tinder profile. Loads better. Okay. Yeah. You standing in front of an artful wall as your skirt is being blown in the wind. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. I like that. Thank you, you. Got a nice smile on as well in both of those photos. Thank you. Uh, you've got that same bad, very pixelated <laughs> photo. Get I rid do, of that. I
0: do. Okay. Uh,
1: pizza rat. You can get rid of that too. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's cute, but there are... I mean, maybe it's different for women. You don't need, like, a ton of pictures of you by yourself. Mm, Um, Okay. I mean, I understand that you have friends. Yeah. And it's better that you... Uh, at least in my opinion, show that you have friends. OK, so at the very least if the conversations going poorly, I can say, what's your friend's number? Wow. OK, <laughs> I want to also back up because
0: I feel like you're skipping over the prompts and the pizza rat photo is accompanied by a prompt about being pizza rat. Uh,
1: Best Halloween costume pizza rat complete with a six inch pizza, six foot, six foot pizza that I sewed by hand from felt. Uh, you don't even see what you sewed from by hand from felt in that picture.
0: Um, yeah, but I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah, you don't correct. And then there's a picture of you looking off of a boat over your right shoulder as you face forward. That would get rid of that one as well. Okay. Uh, it looks like you're like trying to fight a smile. Okay. And I'm not, (laughs) not feeling that. Okay. um, Let's see. And the last one is you in snow with oh, your old roommate. Yeah. That one's fine. You I would probably get more pictures with you and your friends. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I like as far as I'm concerned, not necessarily like if I were if I viewed your profile, like would I are these like definite things that would make me swipe uh left? No, okay. this the you're starting out strong with this photo. Okay, uh, the first photo of you smiling. Yeah, that's a good start. I would swipe right on you or swipe left on you in that Brexit outfit. (laughs) That's wow. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's that outfits a bummer.
0: Okay, well, I'll just swap that photo in for the Brexit photo and then I have other swaps to make, obviously. Okay. so for full disclosure, before we get to Bumble, I like never use Bumble. I've never gone on a single date from Bumble and it like kind of makes me feel bad about myself. So I feel like it's this weird thing where because I didn't have initial success, I don't use it that much. And then it just becomes this like endless loop of me not using it. But I'm definitely the least active here.
1: I feel like Bumble is bad for everyone because, like, it expects women to make the first move. That's mm-hmm. the whole selling point. Yeah. And then because a lot of women just won't message. It just kind of the like the, What's the matches point? just sit there. It's stupid.
0: So, okay, this is a side story and I know that it's one of those, like that's the exception and not the rule, but one of my friends, his brother got married recently and I went to their wedding website to read the story because I was told it was really cute and essentially they matched on Bumble and then she never reached out and he liked her so much that he paid I think to get her like an extended 24 hours for their match and then she responded and she said sorry I'm late and now they're married
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> keep, again keep, exception not the rule keep that meat cute shit to yourself <laughs> that sucks what do you mean that sucks uh <laughs> i uh, never mind anyway <laughs> i'm looking at your bumble profile uh Again, starting off strong with a good two photos from your
0: hinge. hinge. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this third photo of you in—I assume that's like a wedding dress.
0: Um, which one is that? Oh, I was
1: at an event. At an event, it's just a formal dress, but the top is white. Really? Get it out of here.
0: What's wrong with that get one? It out of
1: here. You have enough pictures of you smiling. This this first one, the first one is really good. Okay. This other one of you smiling, not as good as the first. Okay. So get rid of it. Wow. Not good enough.
0: Not good enough. Okay. You
1: and uh, your old roommate on the glacier, glacial mountain mm-hmm. showing off your gams in this one. <laughs> you're, I'm surprised you're out in the cold. Was it like warm out there?
0: So that was interesting because we were in Salt Lake City. And so I looked at the weather before I packed, of course, and it was going to be 80 degrees the whole weekend. And it was until we drove up to this mountain. And that mountain is the only place that had snow. So exactly. I felt like a fool. But, and I do, people do say, like, why the hell are you wearing shorts in the snow? But at least it's a conversation
1: starter. Yeah, absolutely. This Vegas photo again.
0: (laughs) It's back.
1: Get rid of it. Stop it.
0: Okay, fine. Message (laughs) read loud and clear.
1: And then you with this girl and her chin smashed on your face, you can get rid of that as well. Okay. I would do like larger group photos if you have any other pictures from amanda's uh bachelorette party then okay i would do some of those group photos okay because if i recall correctly you guys are out being active we were yeah that's what matters like you go out you go do something active take a picture with a posse with like finger guns up (laughs) and then yeah you live your life
0: more finger guns okay yeah okay this was actually really helpful because i feel like i thought my tinder profile was a lot stronger than it was bumble was just kind of like whatever so you'd say hinge is the best one currently
1: yeah hinge has the best photos on it okay all right
0: noted so i actually wanted to well you know i actually wanted to circle back to something else which you said you're probably going to forget about this and i didn't forget because i have the memory of an elephant about things that aren't actually relevant to my (laughs) own life okay so we were at dinner and you were talking about how you had this crazy dating story. And I don't even think you gave me any more details. You said that's a story for another time. You probably won't remember. Yes, what is that's the story? true.
1: All right. Uh, settle in for story time with your boy. Yes. Uh, this is the girl that I had ended up dating for a while mm-hmm. that uh, things went horribly with. But horribly we started and this should have been a red flag for me. We she's from Tennessee mm-hmm. and we meet on Tinder. I've had one good experience from Tinder. Okay. And that's the girl, the last girl that I met that okay. I went on like two, three dates with whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that the Pomona girl?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, that was over the summer though. Okay. Or maybe it was a little bit before the summer. I don't remember, but um, I, I meet this girl on a date and it, It was at the point where I was getting ready to get off of the app. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started throwing my Hail Marys. (laughs) So she matches me and I just send her a message. What are you doing tonight? Okay. And she was just like nothing. And I said, let's go get drinks. She said, all right, sure. Okay. And so I was like, this is... What? Yep. What's <laughs> that happening? never works. Yeah. It never works. And because most times I expect people to flake, I maybe didn't do as much preparation as I should have. Okay. I didn't really eat anything. Oh no. Uh, and I change I changed the rules for myself. Okay. So because I expect most people to flake on dates, I just eat beforehand. Yeah. And then when I go out with somebody, this this is a response that I typically get from girls uh that I go out on dates with. Yeah. Or women I should say. <laughs> um Oh my God, I can't believe you're not eating anything or you eat so little. How could you eat so little? Yeah. And so I have a few beers with her mm-hmm. and she's just like, you feel like taking me home. Oh wow. Like dropping me off. Oh, that okay. Is. I was like, she's forward. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's not a problem. She lived nearby. So I took her home and she was just like, yeah, just pull into this lock back here. Park. Yeah. Just come on up. Okay. And I was just like, Oh, that's how <laughs> tonight's gonna go because before I'd left I I had the option of basically uh, eating or taking a shower. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, fuck it, let me take a shower okay. just in case. Yeah And I it worked out. Yeah, it went it went well uh, up until we started having sex. Mm-hmm. So we have sex and I bust as it were. And as soon as I bust, I get this gnarly ab (gasps) cramp. Oh, and so I'm on her bed and I've like, I'm like started, I've started breathing in short bursts, like (laughs) (laughs) because it was like such a tight cramp. And I was like, I knew I should have fucking eaten something. (laughs) And so I, I I'm sitting on her bed cramping and she looks at me. She's like, what's wrong with you? And at this point, like we've had a couple beers. We're back at her place. And uh, we had more to drink there. (laughs) Oh, shit. And so I'm just like, I'm in pain. I'm like. I tried to say it like, I have an ab cramp. Oh. And she's like, you're having a heart attack? <laughs> what?
0: And I was like,
1: no, an ab cramp. And then suddenly she's like, she's she starts to panic and she starts to cry. No. And she's like, oh my God, Please. no. And she's like, she's like crying. She's got her face in her hands. And I'm like, no, it's an ab cramp. My abs are cramping. And she was just like, oh my God, what should I do? And I was Not like- Not good in crisis, this girl. Right. And I was like, good thing I wasn't dying. He yeah. Was like, dead. She's just
0: crying in her hands. And
1: I the the cramp subsides after about maybe oh, like 15 minutes. God. And I was just like, no, I was having an ab cramp. Wait, and for
0: 15 minutes she thought you were having a heart attack. Uh
1: I I just ignored her after a certain amount of time. And Still, also, she should
0: have done something.
1: Yes, she should have. I agree. And then I ended up dating her for eight months. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean. ended poorly. Okay. Uh, very poorly. She still texts me to this day. Really? Yes.
0: What kind of things? Like, are you guys friends or is she trying to get back with you?
1: Trying to get back with me. Okay. Because I'm an excellent, excellent lover with great mediocre dick.
0: Despite um the complications at the end. Yes. I feel like that says a lot for both of you because I feel like in most cases. Both people would say, I don't ever want to see this person again because it was so awkward. So you guys I,
1: both must have been pretty good. I'm I'm good at uh, diffusing awkward situations. Okay. And yeah, I I thought that, oh God, that was an awkward fucking night. Yeah. But uh, we had sex again after that.
0: Oh, okay. So that yeah. wasn't like you didn't leave. On that
1: note. No. uh, I feel like a lot of people. uh, A lot of people would have left. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, man, I don't know how to recover from my shame. Yeah. But uh, in reality, it's only as awkward as you let it be. Yeah. So you can diffuse an awkward situation just by making a joke. And it's not as if people... Are going to be like this is too awkward. Yeah. Like I, I'm no longer receptive to anything that you say. Yeah. It's only awkward <laughs> if you let it hang. Yeah. And it's like uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do here. But you know what? Just diffuse the situation, and then you can have sex again. That's and true. And try to explain that your had you had an ab cramp and yeah. not a heart attack. Yeah. That's fair. And I, I was like, I did actually chastise her. About, yeah, like, was, you should. You thought I was having a heart attack and you just sat there and you cried.
0: Like, you at least <laughs> call 911. It, it's so easy to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, like, oh, my God. Okay, now I'm getting really dark. But I'm like, what if you had been having a heart attack? Then what's she going to do? She just has a dead guy. And she has to explain to the cops, like, oh, he had a heart attack while we were having sex. And I didn't do anything about it. Too far.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's exactly what would have happened. So Wow. Luckily, I wasn't having a heart attack. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, we're recording this podcast today because I didn't eat something.
0: (laughs) Honestly, this story was worth
1: the wait. The reason why I say I've only had bad experiences on Tinder is because I've had situations literally where I go somewhere with somebody Mm -hmm. and she starts flirting with other people. (gasps) And even worse, it's people we went to high school with.
0: Wait how i mean not how is it like obviously i know how that can happen but that's so bold that i can't wrap my mind around that yeah
1: it's it was real bad so we go to this soccer event and all these dudes from high school are there Mm -hmm. and she is just taken by uh our mutual friend from high school and like i go to get drinks and she's like talking to him all crazy and he comes up to me like maybe uh, five minutes after she goes to the or she goes to the bathroom and he comes up and talks to me and he's mm-hmm. just like, Denzel, I'm going to steal your date. I already got her number. What? He wasn't and, even
0: like, Hey, watch out. I don't want to do this to you. He's like, sorry, it's happening. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's exactly what he what? did. He got her number that night at that event and oh uh, I dropped her off at home and I was just like. All right. We'll see ya. What ended up happening is um, we went there and I ran into two people that I knew Mm -hmm. and they lived in the same direction as her. Okay. And they were like, yo, can you give us a ride? It was a couple. So uh, I said, sure. Fuck it. Why not? So I took her home and then one freeway exit up. They lived. So. I just drop them off afterwards. Wow! And I was what like, a
0: nice Dude. person. I feel like I would have like cried and like sent myself home like drunk in a an Uber and like left her there.
1: Yeah, I just I can't. I don't know. For as mean as I used to be, like I can't bring myself to just be an asshole to anybody anymore
0: even if they're an asshole first.
1: Yeah. Because like now, now I'm full of things like understanding and reason. And I can, from a certain perspective, like get it. Like she was, I think 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. And I'm 27, 28. Yeah. And like, I get it. She finds, she found somebody who she finds unbearably attractive. And like, she's like trying to fuck this dude basically right in front of the building. And it's like, okay, like, I can leave you here with these guys. And even after we were, like, on our way out, uh, the homie, well, I guess we're not. Not the homie. Not the homie. The dude that I know uh, was like, yo, like, what are you doing tonight? Like, what are you about to go do? Wow. And I was just like. In front of you? Yeah. Well, he was asking Oh, he was asking. Okay. Yeah. To see if, like, we were planning on going anywhere. Yeah. I was just like, no, I'm calling it a night. Yeah. And I mean, he already had her number. So I was just like, well, fuck it. Whatever. What
0: was she saying to him? Because you said it was
1: pretty overt. Well, no, I wasn't standing next to them when they were talking. Gotcha. Because like I, I had friends that were there anyway, like a bunch of... Oddly enough, there were like eight or nine people at the event that I knew. Okay. Of like a room full of it had to be like two or three hundred people yeah and there were just a ton of people that i already knew so as soon as that i i I clocked that she was more interested in this dude than she was with me Mm -hmm. i was just like fuck it dude let me just uh, i'll just go stand somewhere else Uh go talk to people that i know go play some arcade games or whatever it's fine Uh it's it was super shitty yeah don't get me wrong but what can you do right i'm not gonna be like yo i'm leaving you here and then Uh there's like I have a weird uh, paranoia of the law for yeah. a lot of reasons, yeah. and like the last thing I would want is like have my car be seen outside of her place, and then she never comes back. She gets murdered. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. She could gone girl you.
1: Yeah. That. What did somebody fake their death in that? Yeah. Oh, uh, I've never seen the movie.
0: Wow, I, I can't believe there's a movie that I've seen that you haven't.
1: Well, I mean, it's a pretty I good movie. I don't typically watch dramatic movies. Oh. Okay. And I have no interest in seeing, um, or waiting to see. Ben Affleck's bare ass. I can just Google it now. I
0: don't even know if he was naked in that.
1: Oh, was he not?
0: I don't know. I oh. mean, if he was, it wasn't memorable. So,
1: Oh, <laughs> sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> Damn. Ben Affleck, go work out for Batman again. What I know. Fuck?
0: Come on. Although <laughs> he won't be doing that anymore.
1: So yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> so should we wrap it up with some, would you rather?
1: Yeah, let's, let's do that.
0: Okay. So the first one, it might be a longer discussion because I actually ask this to, A ton of people. I've asked all my best friends this question. I ask everyone who I date for more than a month this question. And I feel like it originated
1: from you, but correct me if I'm wrong. Is it sex or food? Yes. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, dude. It's absolutely food. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So to give the full context of the question is, would you rather never have sex again? Or would you rather never taste food again? And a follow-up question that people are always like, is like, Oh, like, what if I want to have kids? And it's like, yeah, sure. You can have kids, but like, you're not having sex to do it
1: dude absolutely food 10 out of 10 times and i absolutely feel the opposite it's uh Look, I mean, you were vegetarian for a long time, pescatarian, pescatarian. So that shuts off a lot of experiences that you can have. I mean, granted, we're if you want to be as reductive or as stupid as possible about this, we're talking about the feels of the genitalia Mm -hmm. versus the feels of the mouth. Yeah. And I really respect the mouth feels for real. That's dog. There's I've had like I'm sure I've had. Well, I guess there's no not a real way to quantify Ah, uh, the quality of sex that I've had. yeah. so i I've had loads of mediocre sex. yeah, I've had, uh, and i I know the exact reasons why I like sex. Um, and the reasons why I like food outweigh that by loads okay i like what oh i i mean like (laughs) sex and food are experiences like both can be really great experiences like for instance i had my first bdsm experience in sex really yeah it was pretty rad it was a young woman who flew out here from uh illinois Illinois. okay uh i had my first experience with that that was like fun and engaging yeah like if i'm looking at each one siloed off for what you can do during them and like what kind of experience you can have. Mm-hmm. Like sex is like a level of intimacy and, um, it's not like it's fun. Yeah. as like cooking a dope ass meal can be. I can have a lot of fun having sex. Like yeah. I've never laughed while having sex. <laughs> right. I've never, but I've do never... you laugh
0: while you're eating?
1: No, but it's like the, the holistic experience mm. it's. And when I say holistic, I don't mean like fucking peppermint, uh, essential oils <laughs> i mean like as a whole okay excuse me i should say as a whole okay, okay. maybe holistic isn't the right word i to feel use. like what you're
0: trying to say and correct me if i'm wrong is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts
1: i i used to say this a lot because it was kind of true mm-hmm. if the wind blew too hard like i would have a hard dick yeah like for real now i've learned how to wear more protection over my dick so that doesn't <laughs> happen as frequently but it's it's so easy. Right. Yeah. It's like I can bust pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, and finding things to make sex last longer and to make it more of an engaging and fun experience is a lot difficult, a lot more difficult than you think it is. Mm,
0: okay. It's,
1: I don't know. It's more than just like, yo, let's switch positions every five or so minutes. Yeah. It's, And like, I'm not about the like stare deeply into each other's eyes, the kissing, Hmm. uh, I will (laughs)
0: transactional word of the podcast.
1: I will eat pussy. Mm -hmm. I do those things, but those aren't the reasons why I like sex. Like there, uh, but I like food because it's more of like a fun communal experience and like even it's right before thanksgiving thanksgiving mm-hmm. you bring a bunch of people around for food and if you don't like them take this lesson tell them to fuck off <laughs> uh and you can meet, you can meet people you can have like really a great time even preparing yeah. or cooking or doing a lot of things with food or not with food but around food yeah. whereas with sex that's not like a fun shared experience. Well, it can it be. be. It. I mean, but the people <laughs> who are. This is going to sound real sex negative of me, but the people who are into orgies and, uh, like out there sex play not to say that they're unattractive because i'm sure they're attractive but those aren't the type of people that i like hanging out with that's fair i know yeah. like five or six people who are into going to sex parties in la yeah or like having like orgies or doing like the wild bdsm shit mm-hmm. and it's they've made sex and certain other things like a personality type largely yeah and i can see that There's, there are a few people that I would, that I know Mm -hmm. that would maybe be interested in going to an orgy or having an orgy with a group of friends. Yeah. But like, again, that's, that's a bridge that's better not crossed. Oh yeah. Like I'm not, what if I was just like, yo, you're trying to come to an orgy this weekend? (laughs) What would you say to that? Like in earnest, what would you say? I would say no. How would you think of me afterwards?
0: I wouldn't judge you. I'd be like, I'm surprised that he invited me because to your point, I feel like it's kind of a weird bridge to cross with friends, but I wouldn't judge you.
1: Yeah, but I can invite you over for a nice salmon dinner.
0: That's true. And I wouldn't judge that.
1: Would you say yes or no? I would say yes. Okay, let's have salmon dinner. Let's do it. (laughs) No, I'm (laughs) not cooking for you, Leslie. Oh, damn. Leslie. Don't be a tease. (laughs) That's what my life is all about. (laughs)
0: Well, okay, I just have to still go to bat for picking sex over food. And it's gonna sound like a really weak argument because you had a really well thought out argument. For me, it's really not that serious. I just really enjoy sex and I enjoy food a lot too. I'm not like one of those people who I'm like, oh, like I'm so full off of disgust of air. I eat a lot and I love food and I'm not pescatarian anymore so I can eat whatever I want. But this is gonna sound incredibly shallow, but I don't care. I think about it and if I couldn't taste any food, I would just eat like celery and like plain chicken breasts all the time. You know how bang in my body would be? I'd be like a 10 out of 10 and I would like go to the gym like twice a week and it wouldn't even matter because I'm like still expending so many more calories than I'm burning. I would look amazing. So I just think of the quality of life I would have if I couldn't taste any food and weren't tempted by anything. And even if sex were off the table, I feel like I'd still pick not being able to taste anything.
1: I mean, that would be a massive benefit for you because of the way that you want to live your life. To me, just looking at me (laughs) and when you add me on Instagram, you'll see, like, I'm not super concerned with how I look and taking away the taste of food. Like, I'm starting to look at food in more of a utilitarian sort of way. Mm -hmm. And that's because, like, I do need to stop enjoying things so much Mm -hmm. and I could like and still I would still take not having sex Over the week meals that I can cook. Yeah. And some, actually, some of those meals that I make are fucking banging. Wow. Humble brag. Dude, no, not (laughs) not even humble brag. I'm straight up bragging. There's this, I can't remember what the dish is called, but it's this French dish that's made with uh, sherry, shrimp, garlic, and parsley. And it's very Mm. simple. Cooks very quickly and you take these little medallions of French bread and it's like whatever the French word for tapas is. Mm -hmm. You put the shrimp on top of the bread and you toast the bread as well. It's so fucking good.
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually pretty hungry right now and that is making me extra hungry. That does sound great. Would you rather never have sex with the lights on ever again? Never have sex with the lights on ever again.
1: So either
0: always darkness or always light.
1: Um, I don't know that. Can I choose whatever quality of light there is? Like, mm-hmm. can I put candles up? No, or not does it
0: candles. Ha- it's like a light in your like office.
1: That's fine. I mean, you don't always have to look at the person. <laughs> so I'm fine with lights on. Okay. Lights off just makes it more inconvenient. Yeah. Especially if it's like pitch black in the room and you're just trying to find things. But your eyes
0: like adjust. If
1: it's dark enough, it, they will never adjust. <laughs> That's fair.
0: I guess I would. I'm, I think I'm with you. I think if I were a lot younger when I was like in college or something, I would have said lights off all the time. But I feel like I'm not really self-conscious like that anymore. So yeah. I would probably pick lights on.
1: Yeah, I'm not uh, like whatever you want. You want to come through for some mediocre <laughs> whatever lights on. We can do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. Also, I feel like it's interesting because I feel like I can have had sex with somebody and not have like been in a bathing suit with them. And the first time I know I'm going to be in a bathing suit in front of them, I'm still nervous. And the reason is I feel like there is this thing called boner goggles, where it's like if you're about to hook up with someone, I don't know, you can see like the imperfections in their body and it doesn't really matter. You still find them attractive versus if you're in a non-sexual situation and you see them naked, it
1: might be like Oh, ew, you know? So what, where are you getting this from like a teenage boy monthly?
0: No, I just that's something that I have thought personally.
1: Really? You yeah. shallow fuck. Can't believe you. Okay.
0: What I what about that believe, is shallow?
1: Oh, this person or the person I'm not engaging with sex in sex with right now is less pretty than I thought no, they were. be. I'm thinking that like, they
0: might think that about me.
1: You're fine. And nobody, I don't think anybody's like. Oh, yo, those fucking toes. What the (laughs) fuck? Like, I I mean, I guess not in earnest. I don't think anybody that you would want to date is looking at your feet and being like, God, what's going on there? Well, no,
0: but no, I all I was trying to say is that I feel like having sex with lights on is fine, because if you're in a sexual situation with someone, they're probably going to be turned on anyway, even if your body isn't perfect.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, are you trying to turn somebody on when you're wearing a bathing suit?
0: I mean, depends.
1: Okay, well, fair enough, and that's why I also own ten speedos <laughs> that are like crawling in my ass all the time. I'm wearing it now. I just put on shorts because company, in, yeah, polite company, yeah. Wow. I like where. Yep. Uh,
0: that's good to know. I learned something I didn't know about you. Yes. Okay, so another. Would you rather? Would you rather go out with somebody and have them add all of your close friends on social media after date one, or you are dating someone and you've gone on like 10 dates or some random number and you ask and they say, no, you cannot follow me.
1: I'd be completely (laughs) fine with the latter.
0: (laughs) I feel like before I even asked the question, I knew what your answer would be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, why? I don't (laughs) care. I don't, I don't need to be on your social media. There's this like, thing that i heard once where um and this is something that i think about every so often Mm -hmm. when i'm like stalking on somebody's social media when somebody says why won't you claim me oh wow on social media or what like why won't you post pictures of me Mm -hmm. and that stuff i don't care about like i my my ex would get on me about that she'd be like why won't you post me on your social media And it's like do you want me to i can take pictures of you if you want like yeah this isn't Something that I'm concerned with. Um,
0: I guess it's more like you ask to add them and they refuse. I feel like that seems weird. It seems like they have something to hide.
1: I'm not concerned with whether or not somebody's got something to hide.
0: What if they're like cheating?
1: And I mean, yeah, it'll suck in the moment, but you just move on with your life.
0: But the point is, like, if you if you like have this thing that's posted them and they refuse, wouldn't you then wouldn't you then suspect that they're cheating and then have to question the relationship?
1: Uh, I don't know, man, maybe I'm not like as emotionally invested in, in some relationships or I haven't dated somebody in a long time. So maybe I just don't know how I would react to this. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know that at least to me right now, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if you don't want to add me on social media, that's fine. That's like like maybe you don't want to add me because there are some wild dudes in your mentions (laughs) that are constantly like, yo, girl, I would drag my dick across like a saw blade (laughs) if you were to give me the time of day or something like that. And they're concerned that I might get jealous over that or if For any number of reasons. Maybe their parents are huge racists and they don't want them knowing that they're involved with a black dude. I guess. Like they they could have any number of reasons. See, I've become so much more reasonable as I've gotten older. Like it just, I don't, it's not something that concerns me. If I feel like the relationship is in jeopardy because of social media or like they, they have something to hide, then I shouldn't be dating that person.
0: You're right. You're right.
1: Damn, look at me all reasonable and shit. This I is know real fucked up, man. I listen to myself sometimes and I say, what have you become? You're a new person. Yes, truly. Yeah.
0: If only there were a way for people to get a sense of what you were like three years ago, for example. Dug.
1: I was a huge piece of shit uh, for a long time. And, and now you're reformed. Yeah, I'm absolutely reformed. So if somebody doesn't want to add me on social media, not that I would even ask Because, Mm -hmm. again, that's not something that matters to me. If if we're in a relationship, what matters is the time that we're spending together. That's fair.
0: You're right. You're right. Okay. this one's pretty silly. Would you rather accidentally say I love you on a first date or start crying when your ex comes up on a first date?
1: Absolutely say I love you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. Wow. You can cover that up way easier than you can crying. That's true. And I feel like if someone started crying
0: about their ex, I'd be like, clearly this person isn't ready for a relationship. Yeah. Whereas I guess the former person is maybe a little too ready for a relationship.
1: Yeah. Yep. But I it's don't easy. know.
0: Yeah, that's tough because both of them make you look crazy. But I feel like for a guy, it's easier for you to get away with like, oh, obviously I didn't mean it. But if you're a girl, I don't know. I feel like there's this
1: narrative of women just being crazy and wanting to fall in love immediately. Doug, I've said so much wild shit on like first and second dates that went over just fine
0: because women are more
1: forgiving. Are they? Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough.
0: I just feel like men. Okay. I don't want to generalize. I'm not that person who's going to say, Oh, men are like this or all women are like this or say that about anybody. But I feel like societally, a lot of times men are conditioned to think, all women want relationships and they just want to be wifed up and they're going to fall in love with you immediately. So I feel like that can lead to some commitment issues. So if you're out here saying, I love you, they're going to be like, Oh my God. Fair enough. Although I guess the alternative is like, maybe if it's the wrong type of guy and you start crying over your ex, they could be like, yes, she's like weak and looking for a rebound.
1: (sighs) Oh, disgusting. I would just, (laughs) I don't know. I would just leave. I would leave if if I was with a girl who started crying. (laughs) Oh, no, man, I'm too. You would not leave. You didn't
0: even leave that girl who was hitting on your friend.
1: Yeah. I would bring her a box of tissue and I would say, hey, you should probably just go home. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's call it. Yeah. And then I'd probably leave. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fair. So my last question, this is actually one that I also ask people when I'm dating them. Would you rather marry a woman who is hideous during the day? And to clarify, hideous is whatever you just aren't attracted to. There's no definition of that. But at night, when you're home alone and only when you're home alone, she's like a bombshell. She's your perfect woman. Or would you rather swap it? So during the day, it's like you're out with her and she looks like a dime. But then you go home and you're like, ugh.
1: Probably the former. Okay. Because I like I don't care if we're out and like... Somebody looks at it and is like, oh Jesus. <laughs> when when we get home, I know what it's hitting for. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. That's like a good way to like figure out who's shallow and who's not. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's uh,
0: I, I agree with your answer. And for the record, I feel like I heard this from some sort of old parable or fable. And the correct answer in quotes is that the man in the story said, oh, well, it's whatever she decides. And then the curse was broken and she was beautiful all the time.
1: Nice. <laughs> Very cheesy. I mean, like that's a very that's a 2019 answer right there. I know,
0: and I heard this years ago,
1: so this parable was really ahead of its time. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm gonna go with that. Whatever she wants to look like. It's too
0: late. You already gave (laughs) your answer. (laughs) (laughs) But we know you're not shallow, so
1: yeah. Fuck it, dude. Whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter.
0: Well, this was really awesome. Thank you so much. And again, I feel like people would really benefit from following you on social. So, what would you like to plug?
1: Uh, My Instagram is at that Denzel. I don't recommend you follow me on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) Two very different types of content you get from me. Twitter is a lot of political takes and me being miserable. And (laughs) that's most people on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is absolutely joyless and I don't know why I keep using it. (laughs) Anyway, Instagram is where I post all of my weird things that I do my run-ins with strangers at bars and uh, squatting selfie series, (laughs) squatting selfies, all sorts of stuff. So if you're interested, just hit me up on, hit me up on that. Thanks so much. And that's our episode. Thank you for having me and bye. Bye. If you
0: like what you heard, or you're just looking for something to help you combat the Sunday scaries and make you feel better about your own life in the process, hit subscribe for new episodes of Interstates and Heartbreak every Sunday. You can also follow Interstates and Heartbreak on Instagram for tongue-in-cheek interpretations of men's dating profiles as told by my inner Carrie.